Welcome to the What Your Pastor Won't Tell You podcast. Each week, we go on an in-depth scriptural journey to awaken the nation of Israel who are scattered to the four corners of the earth. Our lessons are focused on instructing Israel to repent and to return to God's laws, statutes, and commandments. Also, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Humble Beginnings. And with that, take a listen.
Praises, all praises to the Most High. Happy Sabbath to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. All praises. My name is Minister Masha. And this is Officer Daniela. And this is another Sabbath. We made it to another Sabbath. Holy Saints and Apostles. This is our Sabbath class. So this week we have a quick class for you. Not too long. We're going to go over a quick, quick topic entitled the anchor of our salvation. The anchor of our salvation. <clears throat> uh, what inspired this class? Well, if you look at the title, it says the anchor of our salvation. What is an anchor? What do anchors do? Well, anchors are, are those huge pieces of iron that they throw off of the side of a ship for our brothers any brothers who may have been in the military, uh, in the Navy, uh, in the Marines, and so forth, you understand that large ships have what we call anchors. And what does an anchor do? An anchor, when the anchor goes over the ship into the ocean, it creates stability for that ship. It holds it in place. An anchor will hold you in place so that your ship will not go off and keep drifting into the sea, drift into the storm. An anchor is something that causes stability and holds you down, will hold you right where you need to be so that you won't just float away. All right. So, yeah, we're going to discuss briefly. What that is, what that's about, what does it mean? Uh, because when you come into this truth, stability is something that's very, very important. I mean, just go on Facebook and look within the Israelite community there, and you see a lot of unstable, unstable, unstable. You see a lot of unstable individuals. You see a lot of individuals that are not stable in sound doctrine. That are not stable just in faith. Right. Just in faith. They're not stable. One minute they're in the truth, next minute they're not. One minute they believe, next minute, oh, the Bible's not true. The Bible's not true. Or, or right. uh, you know, why would the white man give you, give you the Bible? <laughs> So we want to just give you this brief class to go into this as a topic uh, because, again, what's very important is stability. Stability in this truth is very, very important. This is the truth, ladies and gentlemen, whether you realize it or not, or whether it really hits your mind yet or not, this is the truth. And because this is the truth, the devil is busy. The devil is out to get you off of your game. The devil is out to make you stray from this walk, to make you stop doing it, to make you stop going in it. That's what the devil's busy do, to do. He's out here trying to get people 
to not continue in this walk, not continue in the faith, not continue in the keeping of the commandments. So with that, you have to be stable. You have to find stability. If you are really in the truth, you're going to see that you're going to have stability. Your mind is going to be stable. Your mind is not going to be all over the place. Oh, I don't know about this and I don't know about that. Or you got 50 million questions. But you know what? When you have 50 million questions, you know what that means you need to do? That means you need to get your answers. You need to seek out the answers. You need to go to somebody and ask your questions. So we're going to go through. We're going to, we ain't going to spend too much more time. We're going to get started. Let's go to our first scripture. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 21 through 25. 21? No. 25. Matthew, chapter 7, and verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. So Christ here said, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everybody. So you got a lot of brothers, let's say brothers and sisters in the Christian church that are screaming, Lord, 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 Lord Jesus. Christ is saying, not everybody that's saying, Lord, 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 is going to make it into the kingdom. Just because you're saying, Lord, 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 don't mean you're going to make it into the kingdom. Right? But he said what? Read it again. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. So you have people that say, Lord, 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 and then you have some people that are not going to be doing the will of the most high. God is saying, or Christ is saying, rather, the people that do the will of my father, those are the ones that are going to make it. And we're going to get that later in, uh, in this class. We're going to get what is the will of the most high. But read on. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? So many are going to say, Lord, haven't we prophesied in your name? Uh, haven't we did different things in your name? Right? Come on. And in thy name have cast out devils. And in your name, haven't we cast out devils? Haven't we laid hands on people and removed demons from them in your name? Right? Come on. And in thy name done many wonderful works and in your name haven't we done many wonderful works like we had a brother tell us one day on the street he was like yeah we we be healing people mm. we be healing folks not keep not keeping commandment one not doing the will of the lord but you healing folks you healing people and everything else but you ain't doing the will of the most high right read on verse 23 and then will I profess unto them. So then in that day, then will the Lord profess and say unto those, those people, come on. I never knew you. 
He said, I never knew you. You wasn't doing it in my, you, well, you might have called yourself doing it in my name, but you wasn't really coming in my name, right? You, you might have said you was in the truth, but you really wasn't in the truth. You didn't have stability in the truth, right? Come on. What'd he say? <clears throat> and then I will profess unto them. I never knew you. Christ said, I never knew you. We never had a relationship. Come on. Depart from me. Get away from me. Ye that work iniquity. You that work iniquity. You that promote sin. You that work sin. You that promote sin. So. These are people. Believe it or not. These are people who. They, they speaking about the Lord. They doing the 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 uh, healing people in the name of the Lord, doing wonderful works in the name of the Lord. These people are not just straight heathens, but these are people that did not have a solid foundation. These are people that did not were not anchored in the faith because they didn't maintain or do what the will of the Most High. And Christ therefore said. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. What is iniquity? Iniquity means sin. Right? Read on. Verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings. So then Christ said, whoever heareth these sayings, right? Come of, on. Of mine. Of and, mine. And doeth them. And doeth them. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. So Christ said, whoever hears my word. Whoever hears my sayings, whoever hears the teachings and the sayings of Christ, and not just hears it, but hears it and does it. Whoever hears the teachings of Christ, and whoever hears them and does them, do them. Christ said, I will liken you to a wise man. That did what? Which built his house upon a rock. I'm going to liken you to a wise man that built his house upon a rock. A rock. Well, rock is a solid, uh, uh, is a solid foundation. Mm. A rock can't be easily moved. And depending on how big the rock is, it may not be able, you might not be able to move it at all. So if you build your house on a solid foundation, that's talking about stability. So what is the house? What is, what is Christ talking about when he says the house? He's talking about our individual selves, our individual lives, and our individual walks. Your individual walk, your walk in this truth has to be built upon a rock. Built upon stability. Built upon a solid foundation. Right? Read on. Verse 25. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that, that house. Uh-huh. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. So when you build your house upon a rock, when you build your house upon a solid Hardcore foundation. It don't matter how much rain comes. 
it don't matter how strong the hurricane is, how hard the wind blows, when you build upon a solid foundation, your house will not be moved. Your house will not be moved. This is what it means to be anchored. It's the same thing. Built upon a rock. Stability. Stable. This is something that we all should be striving for. Stability. Why do we come together? Why do all brothers and sisters come together in like-mindedness? We come together because it brings forth stability. Especially when you have good leadership that care, truly care, and dealing with the people in sincerity and truth. Then you get stability out of people. You get people who are waking up to the truth. They're learning. But they're also being stable. They, it's promoting a culture of stability. But when you have somebody or you know a leader over you perhaps. That is not dealing in sincerity and truth. Doesn't really care about your personal walk in this thing. Maybe they just want money out of you. Maybe whatever. Maybe they just want to take advantage of, of people. Maybe they just want numbers. Maybe they just want to, as many people as they can get. But they're not really dealing with the people and building stability in them. Every person that's in your congregation should be, you should be looking at that person. All right, this brother is stable. He's stable in his walk. And it don't, stable don't mean Oh, you got to know everything in the Bible. You got to know all the precepts. You got to know all the breakdowns. No, that's not stability. Because there's been brothers that come in the truth. They know how to study real well. Right. So, Or they got a very good memory. They're able to memorize a lot of things. But then when the wind starts blowing. Or when the rain comes. They're the first ones to leave. They're the first ones out the door. They the first ones gone. Oh no, I, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna endure. I'm gonna endure. I'm gonna endure. Then when the first sign of trouble come, peace, peace out. Right. Pew. That's crazy. There they go, gone. It happens so many times. We've seen it so many times. We've seen brothers. We've had brothers. I've had brothers just tell me to my face. Nah, I'm here, man. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. Damn. I'm here. I'm here, brother. I'm in this truth. I'm I'm enduring to the end. And then something happens, they get shook up, and they're gone. Mm. Next thing you know, they don't even believe in the Bible no more. Wow. They don't even believe in the Bible no more. So there is a, an, a, an importance for us to build on a rock. Build upon the rock. Right? And that goes for our sisters too. Sisters, you have to get stability as well. Sisters can't just be, you know, here and, and not really getting built up. Not really getting stability. Sisters, y'all got to ask questions. Y'all got to learn. Y'all got to study. Sisters got to do that too. Come with your faith. Come in faith, ask questions, learn, be a part of the congregation, use your talents. Sisters know how to cook, sisters know how to clean. 
Sometimes my wife asks me to clean. I be like, yeah, I clean. She be like, that's not cleaning. Some brothers don't even know how to clean. Nah, I clean. You know, I ain't, uh, I could clean, but <laughs> not like how she clean. Not like how a woman may clean. Hey, that's a talent. Yeah, let the sisters do that. Lend your hand. Build the congregation. Build the nation. We're building a nation. We're not just building congregations. We are building na a nation. That's right. So guess what? You need men, women, and children. All hands on deck. All right? And once we do that, then you're going to see the stability. Right? Uh, ba, 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 ba. So now jump up real quick. Jump back up to verse 21. Read verse 21 again. This is Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So the Lord said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom in heaven. Keep in mind, who says Lord, Lord? Well, people that are going to say, Lord, Lord, are people who have an idea of what spirituality is about. Right. People who maybe read the Bible or read the Bible. Christ ain't talking about straight up heathens right here. He's talking about those of us that maybe were walking in the faith. Those of us that maybe were a part of a congregation. That quote unquote believe on God. Those are the people that's going to say, Lord, Lord, in the day that the Lord returns, the heathen's not even going to be calling on him. Mm. They don't even know him at all. So that's not talking about straight up heathens. This is talking about people in the truth. This is talking about people who have an idea of who Christ is. Understand that Christ is coming back. But Christ said what about them? Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone that says unto him, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But, but he that doeth the will of my father, but he that doeth the will of my father. That's the first part of the stability. You got to be doing the will of the most high. So what is the Lord's will? Let's go to the next script. Let's go to Psalms chapter 40 and verse 8. Psalms chapter 40, verse 8. I delight to do thy will. So King David said, I delight to do thy will. Oh my God. Oh my God. I delight to do your will. Oh, oh my God. Oh heavenly father. Come on. Yea, thy law. Thy what? Thy law. Thy what? Thy law. Yea, thy law. Is within my heart. So what is the Lord's will? God's laws. That's right. God's law, statutes, and commandments. So guess what? You want to, the first part to getting stable is you got to be diligently seeking the laws. Diligently walking after the law, statutes, and commandments. So you in the truth but you haven't gotten your fringes yet. You haven't made haste to get the fringes down yet. 
How many weeks are going to go by? What are you waiting for? Do you want to be amongst the number of those that say, Lord, 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 uh, haven't we helped you? Haven't we done things in your name? Haven't we cast out demons in your name? Mm. Haven't I praised and worshipped in your name? Haven't I prayed to you at night, every night in your name? He said, get away from me. I don't flee from me. You that work iniquity. He said, only the ones that do the will of my father in heaven will make it. I'm going to make it into the kingdom in that day. What is the will? The law. The father's will, his will, what he seeks is God's will is the law. Sometimes we ask brothers and sisters out on the streets. We say, what is God's will? Oh, God's will that we worship him, uh, that we do this and that we do that. Like, all right, let's show you in the Bible. Boom. Thy law is within my heart. So, again, the first step to the stability is the law. We need to be doing God's laws. We need to be seeking God's laws. We need to be walking in God's laws. You got a question? You know what? Your question should be God's laws. I saw the commandment. It says this. Are these, is this kind of fish clean? Can we eat these kind of fish according to the law? Is, are these clothes clean? Are these clothes lawful? Should I be wearing this type of shirt? Should I be wearing these type of pants? I saw that the Lord said, you know, you can't wear clothes of diverse sorts. What does that mean? Help me understand what that means. Can I eat uh, deer meat? Can I eat venison? Can I can I eat that? Is that good or is that unclean? Are birthdays okay according to the scriptures or are they not? These are the questions that you should be asking. Not silly questions. These are the kind of questions that the congregation should be asking. Seeking the law. Like it says in Malachi. Two and seven. That they should seek the law at his lips. Mm. Right? So the other thing in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 7, Christ also said, He that heareth the words of mine. So you have to be keeping the commandments. You have to be following his law, statutes, and commandments. And you need to hear the, the words of Christ. You need to follow after Christ. That is the formula for stability. Mm. You want your house to be built upon a rock? That's the formula, all right? So what? let's see. Let's see what does it mean, hear, hear Christ, right? Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 9, we verses 28 through 36. <clears throat> Luke. Chapter 9, verse 28. Yeah. 28. And it came to pass about an eighth, about an eighth days after these sayings, he
he took Peter and John and James and went up into the mountain to pray. So now here's where Christ took Peter, John, and James in the mountain, right? Come on. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his rem and his raiment was white and glistering. So now as they was praying, Christ started to transfigure. Christ started to change. The way that Christ looked started to change, right? Come on. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias. And as he was doing this, two men appeared. Moses and Elias, or Elijah, the prophet Elijah. Right? Come on. Verse 31. Who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. Right, come on. And But Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep. And when they were awake, they saw his glory and the two men that stood with him. Right. And it came to pass, as they departed from him, Peter said unto Jesus, Master, is it, it, it is good for us to be here. <coughs> it is good for us to be here. Come on. Let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. They said, let us build three tabernacles here, uh, right? They saw this. They see, they thought they were seeing the fulfillment of the Feast of Tabernacles. Mm. Higher level, we gonna, that's up for another lesson, right? Go ahead. Not knowing what he said. While he thus spake, there came a cloud and overshadowed them. So now while Christ was speaking, they said, there comes a cloud. It overshadowed them. Come on. And they feared as they entered into the cloud. Come on. And there came a voice out of the cloud saying. So now this cloud that appeared, here comes a voice that comes out of the cloud. Now, mind you, on this mountain, you have Christ, mm. you got Moses, and you got Elijah. Right. Now, Peter and, Peter and uh, James and his brother, they all sitting there. They see Moses, you would think, hey, some of our people today, if they had Christ, Moses, and Elijah in front of them, they would go flock into Moses and just deal with Moses. Some of our others, oh, I'm a prophet too. I'm a prophetess. Oh, Elijah, I see Elijah, I'm a flock to Elijah. And they leave Christ in the middle, right? Let's see what the voice said, who we should be listening to, who should we hear. Meanwhile, you got Moses and Elijah right there, but the voice that came out of the cloud said something. Let's mm. see. And there, verse 35, and there came a voice out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son. Christ, this is my beloved son. Hear him. Hear him. Right. I know Elijah is there. I know Moses is there. Yeah, those brothers are good. Follow them. The law and the testimony. Mm. You got to have the law and the testimony, but at the end of the day, whatever Christ say, that's who you need to hear. Right. Whoever Christ says, that's what you need to hear. That's what you need to do. Because there's a lot of things in the law of Moses that we don't do anymore, uh -huh. that we don't need to do no more. Right. And Elijah could say one thing or the other. But it don't matter. It's all about Christ. Whatever Christ tell you to do, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the way you're supposed to walk. 
All right. So from there, let's go to our next scripture. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine. Therefore, whoever so. Therefore, whosoever heareth the sayings of mine. This is Christ speaking. Christ said, therefore, whosoever heareth me, come on, and doeth them, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. If you follow after Christ, you're going to be likened to a wise man that built up his house upon a rock. You're going to be likened to stability. You're going to be likened unto a stable brother in this truth. So if you want stability, you need to be walking and listening to Christ. You need to be listening to Christ. You need to be doing what Christ says to do. That's how you get the stability. When you see brothers that don't have stability in this walk or sisters that don't have stability in this walk, sad to say, you know what it is? They don't, they don't have Christ. They don't have the spirit of Christ. They don't truly believe in Christ. They did not really have a moment with Christ where they believe and they got the spirit upon them. Because the Bible says, if you hear, read it again, 7 and 24. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Therefore, whosoever heareth these words of mine, whosoever heareth the words of Christ and doeth them, he are going to be likened to a wise man that built his home upon a rock. You have to hear Christ. Not only hear Christ, but you got to hear and you have to do. You have to hear and you have to walk in his words. And when the Bible says that I will liken him to a wise man that built his house upon a rock, that's talking about stability. You want to, we all want to build our houses upon a rock. We want to be stable. But you only going to get that stability when you walking and listening to Christ. When you got the spirit of Christ upon you, that's how you get stability. All the brothers and sisters that don't have stability, you know, they believe this one day, believe that the next day, somebody say something to them, throw them off of their game. Somebody bring something else to them, doctrines and everything else going all over. That's not Christ. The Lord is not the spirit of confusion. That's not Christ. That's not the spirit of Christ. But when you see a brother who understands he don't got no problem with the scriptures, he don't got no problem with baptism, he don't got no problem with what the Lord did, what the Lord said. Like, you know, we shouldn't have no problem with certain things. It's in the Bible. When you see that brother that don't got no problem like that, what is that? That's stability. That's the spirit of Christ. 
People can say uh, whatever they want to say to him. He ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about it. People talk about me all the time. People done did videos on me all the time. Matter of fact, just this past week, mm. I seen a video where the brother's talking about me. No matter to me. Hey, shalom, shalom, most high Christ bless. Right. Keep it pushing. Keep it moving. That's the spirit of Christ. That's stability. All right? So it says, read it one more time. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings uh -huh. of Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine of Christ. So if you hear Christ's words, come on. And doeth them. And you do them. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. You're going to be likened to a wise man that built his house upon a rock. Let's see. We know that Paul said Christ is the rock, right? So if you're listening to, to uh, Christ's words and you're doing them, you're going to be building your house upon a rock, mm. right? Let's go to the next script. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses 1 through 4. Let's show you that rock. Go ahead. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 1. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. The words of my mouth. See, this is Christ. Christ is all throughout this Bible. He is all throughout this Bible, right? Come on. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. Christ's doctrine is going to drop as the rain. When the rain comes down, mm. it's touching everything. That's what Christ is saying. Come on. My speech shall distill as the dew. Uh-huh. As the small rain upon the tender herb. And as the showers upon the grass. <clears throat> so just like the rain feeds the grass, feeds the vegetation, that's how Christ said my doctrine is going to be. My doctrine is going to increase you. My doctrine is going to build you up, give you strength, make you stable. Not make you weak. It's going to make you stable. It's going to make you solid, right? It's going to give you strength, give you nutrients. Come on. Because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. Come on. He is the rock. He is who? He is the rock. Christ is the rock. He is the rock. Come on. He, his work is perfect. And his work is perfect. His work is not confused. His, his work is not confusion. His work is not here, here one day, uh -huh. gone the next. His work is not... Uh, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to be an Israelite. That's not his work. His work is not fearful. His work is not, oh, I'll be there every Sabbath, but, you know, you got two types of people. You got people who are here every Sabbath and then they miss the feast days, and then you got people who ain't never there for the Sabbath, and then feast day come around, they come around. That's not perfect. That's not being built upon the foundation of the rock. Right. That's not stable. That's wishy-washy. Right? Read it again. Four. Deuteronomy 32, verse four. He is the rock. Christ is the rock. He's that rock that we got to build our house upon. Come on. His work is perfect. Uh-huh. 
for all his ways are judgment. Come on. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Right. This is the Lord. His ways are perfect. He is the rock. He is stability. When you build upon Christ, you build it upon that rock. You have you supposed to have a solid foundation. And if, if, if you got a solid foundation, guess what? When you get married, you and your wife are gonna have a solid foundation. Guess what? You and your wife, your children gonna have a solid foundation, your family and so forth, your nation. Everything's going to be solid and in order because it's built upon the perfect foundation of Christ. Christ has to be in the midst of everything. He needs to be in the midst of the congregation. What are we doing? How are we, how are we treating one another? Just as Christ told us. That's how we treat one another. He is the rock. How we, uh, we got to love one another the way Christ said. How do we go out and do the works? We got to go out and do the works like we love one another. We got to go out and do the works like we love our people. We got to go out and do the works with zeal and so forth as Christ commanded. Everything that we do, we got to keep Christ in the midst of it. That's going to be the stability. When you see brothers not stable, they talking about the scriptures. They talking about the law. Uh, Esau is the Arab. One week Esau is Arab, next week Esau is Japheth. One week, whatever. All types of madness. I can't even quote none of it right now. But all types of madness out there. Chicken is unclean. This is that. This is that. That is this. <laughs> all types of complete madness out here. When you see brothers going off like that and they don't have no stability... Dreadlocks are unclean. So what the heck Samson had in his head? Them cornrows would have came out all that daggone fighting he was doing. <laughs> if it was cornrows, come on. Oh, he had braids. He, yeah, so uh, Pua and Shipra was just braiding Negroes' hairs on the porch, of Sol on Solomon's porch. They sitting there just braiding. Got Negro, Solomon and S Samson sitting in the middle of their legs. Getting their hair braided <laughs> in Jerusalem for the Nazarite vow. You got to be kidding me. But that's that's showing that brothers are unstable. They're unstable because they will say the silliest things. They have no stability. And what does that show? It's sad, but it shows that Christ is not dealing with them. The spirit of Christ is not on them. I mean, you got Officer Dayala, he'll tell you. He sees all the madness himself. I remember when the brother first came in and everything. And then, next thing you know, after a while, and being around stability, go back online and he'll be like, man, Facebook is a mess. <laughs> Them people is bugged out on that. Uh. Everything they talking about and fighting about and posting and this and that's not stable. So those of us that are stable, we got to stay diligent and we got to walk righteously. All right. And we got to be circumspect. All right. So from there, let's go back to Matthew chapter seven. We'll skip verse 26. Verses 26 through 29. 
Matthew chapter 7, verse 26. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. So now everyone who hears the word of Christ, they hear the commandments, but you don't want to do them. Let's see what Christ says. Shall be likened unto a foolish man. You're going to be likened unto a foolish man. A foolish brother or sister. Right? Come on. Which built his house upon the sand. And you built your house upon sand. <laughs> you done built your house upon sand. Now you can get something. You can build your house on something sturdy. The keepings of the commandments with faith in Christ. Which is the rock. You could build your house upon a solid rock, or you could build your house upon sand, false doctrines, mm. not Christ, not the real Christ of the Bible. You could build your house upon sand. So let's see what happens to these foolish brothers who built their house upon sand. Verse 27, and the rain descended. And when that rain comes, when the trials and tribulations come, when the, uh, when the abuse comes, mm. When sin comes creeping at your door, when all types of <coughs> trials come forth, right? Come on. And the floods came, right? And the winds blew. And that wind start blowing. That wind start blowing, knocking down your door, right? You, If you built on a rock, you good. But if you built on sand, what happened? And beat upon that house. Now it's beating on your house. And it fell. And it fell. Your house done fell out the truth. Mm. Your house done fell out the truth. You know, oh, I'm not an Israelite no more. I believe in aquaphonics now. <laughs> oh, I'm not an Israelite no more. I'm a Nuwapian. I'm a Moorish Hebrew. I'm a Islamic Moor. I'm a Rastafari. Or I go back to church. I'm I just gonna go back to church. I'm just I'm just holy and sanctified. Because you didn't build upon that foundation, you didn't start keeping God's laws, you didn't do God's will with faith in Christ, which is our foundation. Your house fell. When hard times come up, oh you just get shook up. And now you like, oh man, I can't go to Sabbath. It, it, sometimes it might not even be a matter of belief. It may not be a, a situation of you, you you just going to complete madness. Maybe it, it might just be something where you got times coming up, and now you like you your faith is so shook up, you don't understand that. All right, whatever it is that you're going through, death in the family or whatever it is. Not keeping the commandments is not going to help you. Right. Not coming to the Sabbath is not going to help you. Oh, my mother died. I'm not going to be there this week. Then next week they don't show. Mm. Then the week after that. What do you think? You think that that's helping you? Your your, your mother or whoever, you de you're dealing with a death in the family? And you're going to pull yourself away from the only thing that's keeping you breathing? The only thing that's keeping you strong, the foundation, the rock. Mm. Maybe you in the hospital. Right. Maybe you getting sick and you in the hospital. 
Why you gonna let the devil win? Oh, I'm, I'm in a hospital. Yeah, I ain't doing too good, brother. You know, and then you don't come to Sabbath. And then you don't show up to Sabbath. So that's one week that's been gone that you've been missing. That demon's been dealing with you all week. Mm. We come to the Sabbath and de demons be dealing with us all week. But when we come, this is the recharge. God. This is where you get recharged. This is where you get filled up. To be able to go out there the next day or the next week mm. and deal with your crazy boss or whoever. You see the difference between stable and unstable? Your house will fall apart. If you don't build, see, building a house don't start at the end. Oh, I done put the house up. Boom. Now it's good. No, you got to do it step by step. You got to make sure that you put the right piece of wood inside the house. You got to make sure that you put the right cement inside the house. You got to make sure that you already check the foundation before you started building the house. All those things are keeping the commandments, following the right scriptures, following the right doctrine, following Christ, listening to the words of Christ. You can't, Come to the end of the house and just be like, all right, I did it. Hmm. No, it's a process. You got to be keeping them commandments first. Oh, if it's your fringes that you're not wearing, figure that out. Talk to somebody. Ask for help. We got to stop being so afraid to speak. Hmm. Brothers is not here just to yell at you. Brothers is here to try to help you. Hey, bro. Yeah, I know y'all going to yell at me, but... um. <laughs> nah, um, how can I get some fringes? How can I get some fringes? Brothers don't show up. Oh, they want to be in the truth. They want to be serious about this. They don't show up. Oh, I'm sick. Mm. I'm sick every week. Mm. So what? I'm sick every daggone week. Mm. But I still have an obligation to go out, teach. If I don't show up as a leader, would a congregation show? Right. Can I even expect the congregation to show if I don't show? Stability is what we're talking about. All right? You read down to 29? No. Go ahead. 28. Verse 28. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished. At his doctrine. So you see the people were astonished at Christ's doctrine. Because his, doc his doctrine was solid. His doctrine was powerful. They're like man this brother deep. Man the word. I mean it's so simple but it's the truth. Uh, right come on. For he taught them as one having authority. Christ taught as if he had the authority. And he does have the authority. Christ spoke from a position of authority. Mm. No, this is how it got to go. This is what the scriptures say. This is what the Bible says. He came and the apostles taught the same way. Mm. They spoke with authority. Not a, uh, well, the Bible says you should wear fringes. No, wear your fringes. Where your fringes at, sis? We got to get you right. 
That's right. Get with my wife and y'all get some fridges. Y'all do some sewing. Sunday, come over tomorrow and we're going to get the sewing thing going down. That's right. Right? That's authority. That's speaking with authority. And what gives you that authority? The spirit. The spirit of Christ is what gives you that authority. When you know and you're solid on your foundation, you got a solid foundation, then you can speak with authority. Then you can teach with authority. But if you don't have that solid foundation and you're not fully anchored mm. in the walk, let's not forget about that anchored. Mm. A rock is just an anchor on land. A rock will make sure you are staying put. If something is, uh, if you when you at a picnic and you don't want your your stuff to be blown away, what do you do? You put a rock on it. You put a rock on it so it don't be blown away. So it's not blown away in the wind. So that rock is Christ. We have to put Christ in our lives so that we don't get blown away. Right, read on. That was it on that 29, right? For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So Christ taught differently. Mm. He didn't teach like the scribes. He didn't teach asking questions. He spoke with the authority. He knew what he was saying. He meant it and he ain't playing no games because he was stable. He was coming with stability. All right? So from there, let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 62 and verse 2. Psalms, chapter 62 and verse 2. How long will ye imagine mischief against a man? No. No, Salakia. This is Psalms, chapter 62, verse 2. He only is my rock. He only. He only. King David through the spirit is seeing Christ. He's speaking of Christ. He said he only is my rock. And my salvation. <coughs> and my salvation. That's how we know it's Christ that he's speaking of. Because Christ is the salvation. That's right. Right? He only is my rock. Guess what? Not the elders of one west. Mm. Not the God sent comforter or who you call the God sent comforter. Mm. Not Ariah. Not Masha. Uh -huh. Not nobody else. He only, Christ, right. is my rock and my foundation. Right? Come on. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Right. Just like an anchor. An anchor, you throw the anchor into the ocean so that your ship don't move. You want to stay put where you at? Drop the anchors. And the ship will not move. Because them heavy anchors go down to the bottom of the ocean. They get lodged in the, in the bottom of the sea. And they, and they can't move. Them things are so heavy. Mm. They cannot move. 
That's who Christ is to us. Christ has to be your rock and your anchor. You're not going to move. You're not going to leave this truth. You're not going to be moved at all. Death in the family, you might be sad, you might be hurt, but you ain't moving from the faith. You steadfast. You stuck in this faith because of Christ. His spirit is with you. His spirit is on you, keeping you stable. Your, your, your mother want to fight against you, telling you, you you crazy as hell? You dealing with a cult? <laughs> Christ is the spirit that has to be on you to keep you solid. You're like, nah, ain't no way. Ain't no way, mom. You celebrating Christmas and Christmas ain't even in the Bible. I'm following Christ. I'm following the Bible as it is written. I'm going to stay on this. I'm going to stay on this foundation. I'm going to stay stable and not be moved. You, you learn the truth. Your whole family is Muslim. They coming at you talking about Salam Aleikum. <laughs> you can't be moved because you got this foundation. Sometimes brothers being the truth and they got their wives in the truth or like they, they might be in the truth. The wife might not or whatever the case, or they came in the truth later at a later age. Your wife driving you crazy, talking about what is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Mm. You can't be moved though. Why? Because you got the spirit of Christ on you. He's your rock. Read it again. Psalm chapter 62, verse 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. He only. Christ is our rock and our salvation. He is my defense. He's our defense against all the pressure, all the trials, all the hatred, all everything that the devil could try to throw at us to shake us up and get us out of this truth, throw us out of our game. Christ is our defense. You got to have the spirit of Christ with you and on you. Come on. I shall not be greatly moved. And when you have Christ with you and on you, the Bible says, I shall not be greatly moved. I shall not be greatly moved. <coughs> I might be sad. Hey, I'm sad I'm going to miss my, um, you know, whatever. My daughter's graduation is on the Sabbath. Mm. I might be sad, but I ain't going to be moved. Because I'm not going to disobey God. We ought to obey God rather than man. That's right. The same way you might feel about me missing your graduation on the Sabbath is how I feel about you disrespecting all of God's commandments. Mm. You don't want to keep none of God's commandments or you're having a party on, on the Sabbath. And I'm supposed to, I, hey, maybe I, I might feel a little bad, not because I'm break, uh, breaking the Sabbath, but I might feel a little bad because, you know, I may have wanted to see some of those people there. But guess what? I'm not going I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to break God's laws for anything. Mm. I shall not be greatly moved. I cannot be moved. I just can't. Hey, I might be sad if one of you brothers no longer come here anymore. I might be sad, but guess what? I'm not going to be moved. Uh. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be teaching. I'm still going to go out of the street. 
And guess what? It's happened. It's happened where we have full congregation, lost everybody. Mm. But two brothers, me and another brother, still was going out there. Mm. And guess what? If he would have left, I still would have went out there by myself. Uh. I would have did whatever I had to do and gone out there. I shall not be moved. That's the spirit of Christ. So then in that last day, I won't, Lord's will, I won't be one of those people among you talking about Lord, Lord. <laughs> haven't we done this in uh. your name? Lord, Lord, haven't we done that in your name? He's going to say, get away from me, you workers of iniquity. Birthday came up, you was all up in the, in the club. Birthday came up, you was doing that. Your wife was nagging, you told you, uh, stop keeping the commandments, you was following down behind her. Mm. Your husband said something, you following down behind him. You didn't, you, you know, for the sisters that might have a wicked brother trying to tell them stuff. That wicked dude told you, you know, he want to take you out Friday night. You went on with him. Mm. You, you, you made your bed. Uh. Now you got to sleep in it. Right? So that's our stability. Christ is our rock. He is our only rock. And he is our salvation. He's our defense. And we cannot be moved. We cannot be moved when we got the spirit of Christ on us. All right? So from there, let's go to the next script. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13. Watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Paul said, watch ye. First thing he said, he said, watch ye. So what does it mean, watch ye? You need to be watching everything that's going on. Watch everything that's going on around you. Watch your surroundings. Watch what's going on. Stay girded. Watch ye. Come on. Stand fast in the faith. And stand fast. Or stand firm in the faith. You learn the truth. You understand the truth. You get it. You see it. Boom. Stand fast. Stand firm. Be strong. Come on. Quit you like men. Be he said strong. what? Quit you like men. Quit you like men. You know what that means? Quit you like men. That means be a man. That's right. Act like a man. Not, oh, yeah, whatever. All this soft stuff. No, be a man. Keep the commandments. That's your first, that's your priority. So keep the commandments like a man. And that goes for our sisters too. We got sisters out there that, that, uh, that's got, got more cojones mm. than the men. Right. When it comes to the laws. I told my job. I told them what they could do with that job. <laughs> All right. They want to give me the Sabbath off. All right. I told them what they could do with that job. Now you have another one. Meanwhile, you got the brothers over here talking about. I mean, they, it was mandatory. <laughs> they said I gotta come in. 
then you get fired anyway. Right. You done broke the Sabbath and everything else, and then the white man fire you anyway. Now what? Now you looking stupid. <laughs> Eyes just blinking. I don't know what I'm going to do. You better serve the Lord. That's right. You better look to the Lord first. You better pray pray to him. When the Lord, even when the Lord put you through tests, you better stay girded and endure through them tests so that your blessing can come on the other end. Mm. Maybe the Lord, maybe you ain't did nothing wrong. Right. Maybe the Lord just say, you know what? I got to I gotta build you up Child. to another level. Oh, you got fired. Now what? Now what you going to do? Mm. You better stay girded and stay firm on this on these scripts so that the Lord can build you and bring you to your next level. All right? Go ahead. Verse 14. <clears throat> no, just 13. Read right. 13 again. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Uh-huh. Quit you like men. Act like men. Be strong. And be strong. Be strong. Endure. Don't be weak. Be strong. Be strong. Keep the commandments. Be strong. Get your fringes. Grow your beard. Work it out with your job. You got plenty of time. Work it out with your job for the feast days. Right. A bunch of them coming up too. Right. Don't be afraid. Understand that they can't discriminate against you. They can't discriminate against you for religious reasons. That's right. So you have a protection. The Lord done made it so that you have a protection. Now, does that mean that the job's just going to lay down? And give you the days? No, they're going to fight. They're going to fight against you, but that's a part of the battle. Be strong. Quit you like men. Quit you like men. You got to be strong. You got to still be like, no, 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 no. This is my faith. This is my religion. This is what I do. I need these days off. I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm Come just on. letting y'all know that these are the days that I need off. Hey, everybody else get whatever the days they need. Religious days and everything else. Quit you like men might be. You know what? The Lord might test you. The more the Lord, the Lord might be saying, you know what? I got another job for you, mm. so I'm gonna let you get fired uh. for my name's sake, just to see what you're gonna do. Uh. The Lord testing us all the time. Oh, he he, he was standing up. You went on got fired. Is your spirit going to be the type of spirit be like, hey, whatever, I'm still going to keep the commandments. Come on, come or is your spirit going to be like, I'm fired, I don't want to damn, damn, my shot got me fired. <laughs> Listening to my shot got me fired up in here. Man, I ain't an Israelite no more. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't an Israelite no more. Is that how your spirit's going to be? Or is your spirit going to be like, you know what, not. I'm going to just endure this. I'm going to endure hardness. Right. Because there's some people out there that teach endure hardness means, hey, we in captivity. We in captivity, brother. Guess what? Israel been in captivity more than they've been free. Yo, that's crazy. So what that means? God still said keep the commandments. Right. He know you in captivity. Christ was in captivity. 
Paul and the apostles was in captivity. They still kept the commandments, right? Oh. Or did they say, we in captivity. We ought to obey God rather than man, except for when we in captivity. Then you can listen to man sometimes. No, that's not what they said. So we have to be righteous, man. We have to be strong. Read it one more time for the people. First Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13. Watch ye stand mm -hmm. fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Quit you like men. Be strong. What is all of this saying? This is saying be anchored. The anchor of our salvation, which is who? Christ. The rock of our salvation, which is who? Christ. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Be steadfast. Right? Unmovable. Unmovable. Nobody can move you. Mm. Not your mama, not your papa, not your girl, not your mama, right. not your kids. Uh, uh, yeah. My kids just love Christmas. Uh, I, just, I just had to give them a treat. I, I, yeah, I know it's not in the Bible. I know Jeremiah 10 says, follow not the way, learn not the ways of the heathen. But it's just for the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? All right, I won't get them a tree. I'll get them a reef. I'll throw a reef on the wall. You're basically saying you don't care about your kids. Right. You got to be immovable. You can't be making those compromises for your kids, for your mother, for your 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 dad, your husband, your wife. No, you gotta stay stay fast in this truth. Cause guess what? God is the one that can bring sickness upon us. Mm. God is the one who can make it so we don't wake up in the morning. Mm. We just go to sleep. That's it. And that's it. So who you gonna fear? You gonna fear mother, father, husband, or wife, or you gonna fear the Lord? God is the one who can bless you and give you all the things you need. So who are you going to listen to? Mother, father, husband, or wife? Or are you going to listen to the most high? This is what Paul is saying when he says immovable. Come on. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. So how do you stay girded sometimes? How do you stay focused? How do you stay stable? Get off of the PlayStation and start studying. Put the Xfinity away. Put the uh, Netflix and chill away. <laughs> ain't nothing on there. You, ain't watch, you don't watch every movie on there. Cut the Netflix and chill out and get your book open. Right. Watch the videos. Subscribe to Holy Saints and Apostles on YouTube. That's right. Always what? Always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's how you're going to stay stable sometimes. Hey, sisters. Oh, sister, you ain't got a man? Okay. Uh, what's going on with you? You good? Yeah. Oh, you you burning. Okay. You you, you need some help. You, you want a man? Mm. Then you know what you need to do, sis? 
Stay busy with the work. That's right. Call the other sisters up. Study with them. Help do flyers. Put together some flyers. You got skills with the flyers? Do flyers. Oh, you got skills with singing? Hey, put together a YouTube page. Singing songs to the Lord. Whatever it is, stay busy in the work of the Lord. That's what's going to keep you in the faith. But when you not busy with the work of the Lord and you giving yourself all this free time, you basically giving time for the devil to creep in your ear. Mm. You giving time for the devil to, you know, have your friend knocking on your door. Hey, yeah, we got some girls in the car, man. You coming? Oh, man. Oh, it's Saturday. We caught you at home? You ain't at camp? <laughs> yeah, we got some girls in the car. You coming? <laughs> but if you at camp, or you always abounding in the work of the Lord, right. you ain't going to run into those issues. Right? Read on. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. See, the Lord said, see, Paul said, for as much as you know that your labor, all the work that we do, you waking up early, you coming to the class, you going to camp, you do, all the work that we do is not in vain. Trust is not in vain. I need some people that really believe in the most high. Right. I need people that believe in the most high, that really believe what this book is saying. All your laboring is not in vain. You're not laboring in vain. Guess what? You getting up all the time, you coming all the way from Timbuktu to come to the class, it's not in vain. The Lord sees it. Ah. The Lord going to bless you. That's right. Oh, you stayed after class and you help other sisters get fringes or whatever the case? Right. The Lord sees that. The Lord going to bless you. I'm, I'm looking for folks that really believe. Right. That really believe in the Most High. That really believe in these words. I don't came here to teach, but I might wind up preaching today. Hey, bring <laughs> it out, man. Bring it out. For real. Believe in the most high. Believe in what his Bible says. He said, all oh, your labor is not in vain. Your labor is not in vain. Damn. You open up your house, people don't bust your tiles, bust your, 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 uh, your, your, your toilet, keep running. Keep running. You got to flick with it just for it to uh, get right. Draw on your walls. <laughs> Kids don't draw on your walls. Everything. You don't open your house for that. The Lord said, he said, don't worry. That's not, you ain't do that in vain. Darn. Your work like that is not in vain. The Lord said, I see it. And then the Lord going to bless you openly. Tell you, brother and sister said that. I mean, what do they do? How do they buy, keep buying houses? The Lord bless it. Right. Come. What do you do? How, how'd you get a new car? The Lord bless them. Damn, bro, you don't quit your job, but you got a new car, tent plates out there. <laughs> the Lord blessing. Because the Lord sees your works. The Lord, the, the Lord said your work is not in vain. He going to bless you. So we got to believe that. You got to believe it. All right? From there, let's go to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1.
Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. He said what? Read it again. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. Stand fast in the liberty or freedom wherewith Christ hath made us free. So what did Christ free us from? Mm. Right? Read on. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So Christ freed us from the yoke of bondage that we were entangled with. What is that? Sin. Right. Your old sins. Oh, I used to be a whoremonger. I was chasing every girl out there. Christ, but Christ came into my life. Christ delivered me. And he blessed you with a beautiful wife. Now you ain't got to worry about it. You used to think that you couldn't get enough until the Lord done blessed you with a beautiful wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't get her off of you. <laughs> you used to be an alcoholic. You was in the sin of alcohol, drinking. You just couldn't stop doing that. But then you got stability. Mm. How'd you get to stability? You was keeping the commandments first. You was congregating. You was worshiping the Lord the right way. Uh. You was studying. And that was the right mixture to make you beat that alcoholism. Now you blessed. Now you blessed. You're not entangled with that. You used to walk past a liquor store, buy one bottle. Before you walk past the next one, you, you finish the daggone bottle. Man. Then you see another liquor store, you walk right into that one. These are real stories. Man. That's being entangled. You were a slave. You had the yoke. Like a yoke of iron around your neck. Whatever your sin was that was on you, it was a yoke mm. on you. Pornography. Mm. <laughs> Got the mouse going. Scrolling everything. Don't got good with it too. You real quick with it. Know how to close it out and anything. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I don't need no peanut butter jelly. <laughs> You know how to do all that real quick. Controls, slide, X, all that. Got that just zooming in, zooming out, all that. Entangled with that thing. You just can't stop. You just can't stop looking at it. You just can't stop logging on. You just can't stop touching yourself. You was entangled in that thing. And then you done seen a YouTube video. You don't learn that you're an Israelite. You don't learn that you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. You start keeping the commandments. You started congregating with other brothers and sisters. And then the Lord freed you from that thing. It was bound on you. You were, you were, you was, you was, you was locked up with that thing. And then you was bound. And then you was set free in Christ. 
some of our sisters. I don't know why the sis. I don't know why this is a thing for sisters, but some of our sisters like to, or not like to, but they always say, "I got anger issues." Mm. I don't know why, but for some reason, a lot of the sisters say, "I got anger issues." <laughs> the angry black woman syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Driving down the street. Somebody cut them off. Oh, man. I done seen a sister video of a sister. I don't know what the heck happened, but white man on her hood of her car, she like, get off my car. She done got out. She started hitting stuff. She almost ran the man over. He's sitting there trying, being an idiot, trying to stop her. And little old black woman, little girl, Crazy. little short chick, Probably 5'3", barely 100 pounds. She got anger issues. The Lord can deliver you from that, though. When you're keeping the commandments and you're walking righteously, the Lord will, when you get that stability in your life and you get anchored by Christ, then the Lord will free you from those things. Oh, your anger now, next thing you know, you're just a pleasant person. You're just a pleasant person. You no longer have those anger issues. This is what we all supposed to be seeking. And whenever you see somebody who is quote unquote in the truth, <clears throat> but they still are. Now, it don't mean we ain't going to battle. We all going to battle certain things. We all going to battle, you know, our issues. But when you see someone who is quote unquote in the truth, but they are losing the battle more than they're winning the battle, it's a sign of instability. Mm. It's a sign of them not being stable in this truth yet. And it's a sign that they don't have the spirit of Christ on them. Because... You can't have the spirit of Christ on you and the spirit of homosexuality. No. You can't have the spirit of Christ on you and have an anger problem. You can't have the spirit of Christ on you and have a pornography problem. No. You can't have the spirit of Christ on you and have whatever other problem is, is out there. Whoremongering problem. You either going to have one or the other. So if you're still struggling to the highest degree, all right, we need to get Christ on you. We need to lay hands on you, brother. We need to say some prayers for you. We need to send up some prayers for you. We need to, uh, you know what? No, you need to get your fringes on, brother. If you start wearing them fringes, guess what? The law is spiritual. Yeah, you need to start doing Right. The spirit going to start dealing with you. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just fringes. Yeah, it ain't no big deal. All right, put them on. Just wear them. The Lord gonna start dealing with you. You can you wondering why you things is like this? Oh, you know the truth. But hey, you know the truth. You ain't got no fringes on today. What the heck is this? And then you wonder why you're struggling with those issues. All right, I'm telling you, seek after the Lord. Here, do His will. Keep His commandments.
you struggling with certain things, but then when we go to, uh, we run into you at Applebee's, you got a daggone chicken club sandwich with bacon on it. Oh, man. Come on. This is why. Because every time you transgress the law, you're allowing spirits in. You're allowing the wrong spirits in. Demonic spirits are not going, cannot dwell in a vessel that's keep, <coughs> that's keeping the commandments. The wicked spirits cannot dwell in a vessel that is bent on keeping God's commandments. Because when you keep in the law, that vessel is now holy. That vessel is now set apart. But when you're not keeping the law, demons can jump all up on you. When we are out at camp and we're talking to the people and you see brothers walk by, you see the spirit jump from yeah, one to the yeah, next. Right. And you can tell, oh man, this person got a blunt in his mouth. He's smoking or whatever the case may be. He ain't got no fringes on. He got gang tattoos all up on his arm. No wonder the spirits jumped on that person. Because he's a vessel waiting to be jumped on by them demons. Mm. But then if you got a brother that look like he got some sense, like he know a little, you know, like he, like, you know, he's just a decent, decent kind of brother. He may not know the commandments, but he got a decent look about him. He, he's like, you know, polished in a sense. You don't see them <coughs> same spirits jumping on those type of people right. as much as maybe somebody who you know. Certain people, you just see them, they loaded with demons. And the demons easily jump on them. All right? Uh, that's it on that? Five and one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to Second Peter. Second Peter, chapter 2. And we want verses 20 through 22. Verses what? 20. Through 22. Second Peter chapter 2 and verse 20. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. So this is the opposite. Damn. This is now the opposite of being saved by Christ and his spirit. Saving you from your sins. Not saved, you know, like the Christian church says. But being saved from your sins. Being saved from that old man. Being saved from the yoke. Being free from the yoke of bondage. Not physical, but spiritual. Meaning the yoke of sin. This is the opposite. Person may have... Stop doing certain things for a little while, and then they let those sins come back, and they get entangled in it once again. Read it again from the top. For if after they <coughs> have escaped the pollutions of the world. If after you escape, you don't got out of whoremongering. You don't got out of homosexuality. You don't got out of alcoholism. But you did not get stable. You did not get stability. You did not get anchored in Christ. To keep you strong where you need to be. What happened? 
have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. They are again entangled therein and overcome. And then you get entangled again in that mess. And you get overcame by that stuff, right? Come on. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Then you're going to wind up being worse mm. than when you when you just had an anger problem. Now your anger is on 2.0. When you just had a pornography problem, now your pornography is on 2.0. You got every screen. When you had a drinking problem, now you drinking and you out and you selling out, selling the couch just for some liquor. Mm. You gonna, you gonna, if you don't get stable, and this should be, this is a warning. If you don't get stable in the truth, then when you, when them demons jump back on you, the old sins, the Bible says you're gonna be worse than what you started out. Mm. Go ahead. Verse 21, for it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Christ said it had been better mm. for it had been better that you not even had known or learned the way of righteousness than to learn it and then turn your back and go right back into the world, go right back into the madness. It's better, hey, better off you even had never even came. Because when you come and you learn and you get the spirit with you and you start learning the truth and God is really dealing with you, if you put yourself back in a position of dealing with them spirits out there, them demons, now they're like, oh, we got to get this guy before he gets right. Oh, he back out here? Oh, yeah, this is our chance. We got to get all our demon friends because we got to get him before he goes back right. to Christ. He done slipped up. He done came back out here. All right, we got to get his butt before he go back to Christ. So they jump on you 10 times harder. They jump on you 10 times stronger. You thought you had a weed problem before. Huh, you really got a weed problem now. You thought you had a whoremonger problem before. You really got a whoremonger problem now. Read on. Verse 22. But it is happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit. A dog. Even a dog is smart enough mm -hmm. sometimes not to go and eat his own vomit. That's the proverb. When you go back into your madness, go back into your sin. Oh, you know, you used to be out there popping bottles, coming to the truth. Then you fall out because you didn't get stable. You didn't stabilize. Now you go back into your vomit. Now you're back at the club. Woo! The Bible says it's like a dog going back to his own vomit. Mm. Eating up his own vomit. That's disgusting. The Lord, that's how he looks at you going back, coming in the truth, and then going back into the world. He looks at you like a dog going back to your own vomit. Like, what's wrong with you, stupid dog? Mm. <laughs> Go ahead. And the soul that was washed to her wallowing in the mirror. Right. Right. 
So what are we talking about? We're talking about stability. This is the opposite of stable. That's unstable. That's going back into their madness. Going back into the world. Why? Because they didn't get fully rooted with Christ. They didn't get fully rooted with the keeping of the commandments. All right. Let's move on. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2 and verse 19. Flip over one chapter. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. So you have the apostles or you have holy saints and apostles, for example. We might have a camp or we might have our brothers and sisters huh. and... They might be here with us for a couple of weeks, couple of months, whatever. And then they might go away from us. They might go out. And we were like, dang, I thought this brother was in the truth. He said he was about the truth. It said they went out from us, but they were not of us. Mm. So they was here with us and they said that they was about this work and it was about the truth. They, but they went out from us, but they were not of us. Because if they were, well, let me read on, read on. For if they had been of us. For if they had been of us. They would no doubt have continued with us. Then they would have no doubt stayed here and still been pushing this truth. That's right. They would have no doubt still been keeping the commandments if they were of us. Mm. They were here with us, but they were not of us. Because if they were of us, they would still be here with us. Right. They would still be here enduring in this truth. And it don't just got to do with one congregation. Just because you leave and go to another congregation don't mean you're still in. Right. Now you don't went with somebody else that's teaching other things. You were not of us. Mm. Because if you were of us, no doubt you would have Continue. continued with us. Right. Now you're teaching this. Now you're teaching that. Now you teach it, you know, now you're going into all types of other things that you know is wrong. That you used to cut your damn self. Right. right. Telling brothers not to do certain things. And then you go off and now you done left us and now you're doing those things. Uh -huh. Right. And you got your head covered. <laughs> right. Is that it on that? <clears throat> but, no, there's more. Go ahead. But they went out. That they might not, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. See, but they went out. So every person that comes and every person that goes, it's a reason. See, we got, see, we, I'm content with knowing that the people that are meant to be here and the people that are going to endure are here for a real reason and the spirit got them. But guess what? I'm also content with the fact that some people are going to come for a season. Some people are going to come for a certain amount of time. So whether those, that time be great or less, that time might be one or two weeks. Hey, all praise to the most high. That time might be one or two years. Hey, all praise to the most high. They was here for their season. So you got to understand that the Lord is in control of all those things. And sometimes when a person has to be here and then the person has to fall out, it said what at the end? That it says, but they went out that they might be made manifest 
that they were not all of us. Sometimes when a person comes in a congregation and then eventually leaves, it's because it's the Lord's will and that thing had to be made manifest mm. that they were not with us. You know what? The Lord, oh, you know what? We done, we done, we done did our thing. We done did our congregation. We thought everything was cool. We thought everybody that was with us is with us. Mm. Everybody thinking, yeah, we all with us. Yeah, we all uh. with us. We all together. Uh. But somebody not really with y'all that's with y'all. Right. He not really with you. She not really with you. Mm. The Lord said, you know what? I gotta, I'm going to make him leave you mm. because it has to be made manifest. The truth will come out. Yeah, the truth. It got to be manifest. It got to come out. It has to come out. Then you look around the table, like just like what the apostles was like, which one is it? Which one is it? Christ was like, one of y'all is going to betray me. And then you start looking around like, oh, which one of y'all? Which one of y'all is it, huh? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's how the Lord get down. So when, when that happens with people, it's because they were never sold out. They were never fully sold out. They were never fully stable. And they never truly received the truth. They never really fully received the truth. Because how do we know that? Because when you're in the truth, you're going to endure in the truth. When you fully receive the truth... You're going to be set free from all those other things that might be pulling on you to pull you out of the truth or pull you out of the congregation and stuff like that. So let's go to John chapter 8, verse 32. <clears throat> John chapter 8, verse 32. And ye shall know the truth. Christ said, and ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And the truth shall make you free. Meaning you free and you are free indeed. Not just free for a time period. And then the demons jump on you and now you back into madness. No. You become free and you are free. Ain't no going back. Ain't no going back and forth. When you are fully sold out on the truth. It's. This is the way of life. Mm. Don't black folks always like saying, oh, yeah, I, I don't got a religion. I got a way of life. Well, a way of life is your life. Right. You're going to live it, and then you're going to die in it. This really is a way of life. Right. So there ain't no playing around. Ain't no here one day, going the next in this way of life. You gonna be in it, and you gotta be walking in it, cause the truth will make you free. Will set you free. It's gonna set you free from all those other things that's pulling on you. So when you fully are stable, when you are fully anchored in Christ, when you are fully stability on the rock, you are able to be set free. So that stability only comes from when Christ is dwelling in you. You got to open your spirit up to receive Christ in your life. Mm. 
His spirit, his Holy Spirit got to come upon you. How does that happen? Keeping the law with faith in Christ. The Holy Ghost. Stop resisting the Holy Ghost like it says in Acts 7 and start keeping it. Get the Holy Ghost, get the Spirit in you by keeping God's laws with faith in Christ. So let's go to our next script. Let's go to Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, wait, I wait. when you are crucified with Christ, you know what that means? See, how was Paul crucified with Christ? Paul used to be a Pharisee, a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Paul used to be a murderer. Mm. Paul used to be chasing down the apostles and murdering them, paying other brothers to do the dirty work. That's who Paul used to be. Not believing in Christ. That's who Paul used to be. But that old man got crucified with Christ from the day when he started believing on Christ. That old man got crucified with Christ. That old man got put to death mm. with Christ. And when that old man is dead in Christ, then you are risen again in him as a new creature. So that old, that old sister that you used to be, that was dressing all out of order, that old sister got to be dead and gone in Christ. That old brother that you used to be, running around doing all type of madness, that old brother got to be dead and gone in Christ mm. and raised up again as a new creature. Right? Come on. Nevertheless, I live. <laughs> Nevertheless, I live. Because he said, I ain't really died. Just the old me died. Mm. I killed the old man. Come on. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Yet not I, but right. Christ, his spirit liveth in me. You got to have that stability. You, that's the only way you're going to get it is when you have Christ inside of you. That's what it means to build a rock upon the foundation. That's how you get stable. And this is, this is like a sincere milk. This is a milk class. This right. is a basic class, but it's so important. It's something that we had to do. We had to stress to our people. We had to stress to you. Yeah, we need to get stable. Are you stable? Ask yourself the question. Am I stable in this walk yet? If the answer is no, then let's take the steps. Let's take the needed steps that we have to do to get you stable in this truth. I know some of you are becoming stable. Some of you are going through the process now. You may have been with another camp before. You've seen certain things, whatever. Now you're over here or whatever the case may be. And now you're starting to grow more. You're starting to see more. Why? Because of sincerity and truth. Because the spirit can work and dwell when you're dealing in sincerity and truth. You have brothers teaching you to break the commandments. Mm. How you going to be stable on there? You got brothers teaching you to break the commandments. No, that's not going to bring stability. And if a brother can tell you to break the commandments as a captivity doctrine, mm. captivity law, whatever, right? 
If a brother can tell you to break the commandments, oh, it's captivity. Don't worry about it. Don't be surprised when the brother is talking crazy about you. This brother told you you could break the commandments. And then you're going to be crazy. You're going to be surprised no. that they talking about you. Surprised that they lying on you. Surprised that they doing classes on you. This person told you to break the commandments. Christ mm. is not in them. Christ is not dealing with them. Don't matter how many people they got, how big the thing is, how fancy it is, how glittery the garments are. Mm. It don't matter. The Lord dealing with small groups. The apostles was a small group. You know how many Pharisees it was in Jerusalem at that time? Mm. Hundreds, maybe thousands of men that were taught and brought up and groomed in the school of the Pharisees versus the 12 apostles. But the Lord still used that majority, that minority to turn the world upside down. More on that? Time. Go ahead. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself <clears throat> for me. So that's where we need to be. That's how you get anchored. That's how you get anchored. You got to get the spirit in you. All right. Let's go to the last script. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6, start at verse 1. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, mm -hmm. not laying again the foundation mm -hmm. of repentance from dead works. So when we, we can't lay again the foundation of repentance from dead works. That's talking about the... the um, uh, the sacrifices. Paul basically is telling the Hebrews in Jerusalem, move forward. Move forward in Christ. Don't go backwards. Right? Come on. Uh, verse 2. Verse 2. Did I finish one? Yeah. I finish one out. Verse 6. This is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. I'm going to start at 1 again. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Verse 2, of the doctrine of baptism. Of the doctrine of baptisms. And of laying on of hands. And of laying on of hands. And of resurrection of the dead. Uh-huh. And of eternal judgment. Come on. And this will we do if God permit. Right. This will we do if God permit. Come on. For it is impossible 
for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift. It's impossible if you were once enlightened and tasted of the heavenly gift. Right? Come on. And we're made partakers of the Holy Ghost. And you were made a partaker. You you know what? You done came in as truth. You made a partaker of the Holy Ghost. You were once enlightened. Right? Come on. And have tasted the good word of God uh-huh. and the powers of the world to come. Right? If they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh. Right, because when you're doing all of that, you're trying to put Christ back on the cross. Mm. Like, you could throw Christ right back up there on the cross, right? Come on. And put him to to an open shame. Come on. What verse you were at? We on verse, that was verse 6. We on 7 now. Go ahead. Verse 7. For the earth with drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat, for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. All right. Jump down to verse 10. Verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. See, just like what we read earlier, your laboring is not in vain. All your work, all your striving, all your pushing in the truth, God is not going to forget that. God's going to remember that. And we can't tell God when to remember and when not. But you got to just keep pushing. Keep pushing in faith. The Lord is going to reward you regardless. He don't He don't leave uh, promises unanswered. Lord said, if you do this work and you keep pushing, I'm going to bless you. You keep keeping the commandments, I'm going to bless you. So the Lord, the Lord can't lie. He's not going to break a promise. So just keep enduring, keep pushing with faith in Christ, keeping the commandments, and, and the Lord will bless you. Right? Come on. Which ye have shewed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. If in that ye have ministered or served to the saints and do minister. Mm. Come on. Verse 11. <coughs> and we desire... That every one of you do show the same diligence. Do show the same what? Diligence. The same diligence. That's what we want from our people. We want you to be diligent. Mm. How do you become stable and anchored? You got to be diligent in the work. Right? Come on. To the full assurance of hope unto the end. See, because when, you, when you're diligent in the work and you are doing all of that, then you are your hope. You're gonna have hope in the resurrection. You're gonna have hope. Like, hey, I did the best I could. I was pushing all the way to the end. I was diligent. I was working. I keep the Sabbath, keep all the feast days. May the Lord have mercy on me. May the more may the Lord remember me in that day. Yeah, and you got that hope. If you know that you did that, hey, you got strong hope. The Lord going to bless you. Come on. Verse 12. That ye be not slothful. That ye be what? Not slothful. That ye be not slothful. That ye be not slothful. So many brothers out there. Slothful. Slothful spirit. 
I'm trying to const I'm constantly trying to think how we can do more, how we can increase. Paul said that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. But you need to follow, be followers of them through faith and patience. Inherit the promises. Inherit the promises. So that's talking about maybe there's a brother. Maybe there's a leader. Maybe your camp leader. Maybe whoever. You see them working diligent and keeping the commandments. You see them working diligent in teaching classes. You see them working diligent in helping other brothers and sisters. Or maybe you just see other brothers within leadership. Soldiers, officers, so forth. You see them being diligent in helping one another. You see brothers being diligent. They're in the chat group sending uh, precepts back and forth. Paul is telling you, you got to be like those people. Be like those brothers. Don't be slothful. Don't be like the ones that slothful as heck, not doing nothing. Imitate these ones that's about to work. Read on. Verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham... Because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. Come on. Saying, surely blessings I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Right, right. After Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained that promise. The Lord promised him that he would have a son by his wife Sarah. A son through which the Messiah and all the children of the earth will be blessed. Mm. She was beyond the age of having children, but the but he impatiently endured, and the Lord gave that kept that promise. The Lord blessed Sarah with that child, Isaac. Read on, verse sixteen. For men verily swear by the greater, and and an oath for confirmation is to them. An end of all strife. Come on. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel. Come on. Confirm it by an oath. Come on. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. Uh -huh. It's impossible for the Lord to lie. So when the Lord say he going to give us all these things if we endure and keep pushing... You better believe it. You better believe it. And don't have no doubt. Have strong faith. Come on. We might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. The hope set before us. Eternal life in the kingdom. Mm. That's the hope, right? Read on. Verse 19. Which hope we have as an anchor. It's hope. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. So the anchor is the hope. Mm. The hope in what? Hope in eternal life. The hope in the promises that the Lord offers to us. Right? In that we have a hope. And that hope is what's supposed to keep you anchored mm. in this truth. I ain't moving out this truth. Why? Because I got a hope in the Lord. Right. I, I hope that through 
our Messiah, I can, I can attain eternal life. That's what keeps me anchored. That's what keeps my soul anchored. Read. <clears throat> Read it again. Verse 18. 19. Verse 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Uh-huh. Both sure and steadfast. Both sure and steadfast without a doubt. We're going to see who this is. Right? Come on. And which entereth into that within the veil. It says, and which entereth into that within the veil. What's the veil? Well, we went over a couple of weeks ago about the order of Melchizedek. The priesthood. That veil's talking about in the temple, in the tabernacle, where the priest had to go in for the people and give the offerings for the nation of Israel for repentance of our sins on the day of atonement. Only the high priest can go in there. Right? So he says, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast, in which entereth, our hope entereth, into that within the, into that within within the veil. veil. Come on. Verse 20. Whether the forerunner is for us entered. Whether the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus. Even who? Even Jesus. Even Hamashiach Yahushai. Made and high priest. And he is now our hope. He is now our high priest. That goes into that veil. Mm. That. Anchors our hope. For our soul. He's the one that went in there. He's the one that goes in there. You want eternal life? Hey you gonna get eternal life. Through Christ. Right. But Christ is the one that got to go and deal with God for you. Uh -huh. So what do you have to do? So that that in itself should keep you anchored. If you are built upon the rock. If your this is what your faith has to be built on. Your faith has to be built upon Christ. Everything is about Christ. Your faith has to be built upon him. The fact that he's the high priest. That go in there and cleanse you of your sins and sprinkle his blood upon the altar so that you can approach the Lord and seek mercy for your sins. So that you can repent from being a whoremonger. So that you can repent from being a murderer, being a game banger, being a harlot. You can repent now from all those things. Why? Because of Christ. So therefore... The only way you go to repent from those things is if you have Christ. If you built upon Christ. If you come in in full stability with Christ. Not built on sand, but built on the rock, right. which is Christ. Your faith is going to be so encouraged at the highest level on Christ that you like Christ is the one that's going in there in that veil for me. Christ is the one that's giving me the strength. Christ is the one that's giving me the encouragement to keep pushing. That's right. I ain't going nowhere out this truth. I ain't even going to miss a day. Right. I ain't going to miss a day from the feast days. Why? Because every day we going over Christ mm. in, the, in on that feast day. 
Oh, my job want me to... No, I ain't right. gonna do it. Why? Because Christ is that much more important. John. Go ahead. Made and high priest forever. You gonna start from the top? Yeah, yeah. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 20. Whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus. Christ is the one who's entered within that veil, right? Come on. Made an high priest forever. And he is our high priest forever. Nobody else going to take that position as a high priest. That's him. High priest, king, all of that. Nobody else can take that position. There ain't going to be no, no one else in the priesthood. Damn. Like how the old priesthood was under Aaron. You could, you, you know, if you died, then some your son had to take over, or one of your sons. Nah, Christ got that priesthood now forever. After the order of the Melchizedek. After the order of Melchizedek. So in Christ, in our Lord and Savior, our souls are anchored with the hope. And we are stable. The anchor brings stability. That anchor of Christ brings stability. Brings stability. So you're not going to be shaken. You're not going to be moved. You're going to be immovable. Nobody can throw you off your game. Nobody can take you out the truth. Nobody can make you stop coming. As long as you got Christ. And he's in your heart. And you keeping the commandments with faith in Christ. Then the spirit is upon you and you can't nobody shake you even to death. Yeah, there's going to be a time when they're going to say denounce that Bible or mm. die. Mm. That can't even shake you when you stable and you built upon a rock. Just like the apostles, the apostles was being put to death. They were being put to death. Mm. But they could not even death could shake them. Like the men during the time of the Maccabees. The Greeks were saying, eat this pork or die. Because they were anchored. The anchor of our salvation. That was the spirit of Hamashiach Yahushua that was upon those brothers back then. That gave them the power. To stay anchored in this truth. In the keeping of the commandments. Christ is the anchor of our salvation. And when you have Christ in you and in your life. Then you are going to remain where you are steadfast and movable. Alright. So we give all praises to the most high. For uh, giving us the opportunity to be able to. Teach you all and put out this video. I pray and ask that it gave encouragement and that it rejuvenated some of you all. If you love the class, if you like the class, go ahead, hit that like button for us and share the video if you will. Subscribe to our pages. We have other pages out there. Holy Saints and Apostles on Facebook. Holy Saints and Apostles Nashville. Holy Saints and Apostles ATL. Holy Saints and Apostles Dallas. Check us out on YouTube as well. Holy Saints and Apostles. And also check out Holy Saints and Apostles Nashville. For our Nashville congregation. 
They have a YouTube page as well. So we give all praises to the Most High. We say shalom to the 12 tribes scattered all abroad. All, ab all, all abroad. Shalom. We love you all. Pray and ask that you learn something from it and that you receive edification. And we just give all praises. All right. So shalom. Shalom. Most High in Christ bless. Christ bless.